0: This is the Kate Daly Show. Joy to the world, played by the Edison Concert Band. This was 1906. This is the um, first recording of a Christmas song that we've got. And uh, it's scratchy, but it's good, isn't it? Joy to the world. And uh, the Edison band. (laughs) Did you guys catch that? Anyway, uh, welcome back. And of course, every year I try to throw in something new um, because there are some beloved Christmas stories and everybody always asks for them every year. It's fine. And I love them too. And I love to re-listen to them. And this one is called uh, The Little White Envelope. And this came from 2015, actually, way more recent. But uh, Nancy is her name that wrote this, Nancy Gavin, and she wrote, uh, it's a small white envelope stuck among the branches of our Christmas tree. No name, no identification, no inscription, just peeked through the branches of our tree for the past 10 years. It all began because my husband, Mike, hated Christmas. No, not the true meaning of Christmas, but the commercial aspect of it overspending, frantic running around, last minute to get a tie for Uncle Harry and the dusting powder for Grandma, and the gifts given in desperation because you couldn't think of anything else. Knowing he felt this way, I decided one year to bypass the usual shirts, sweaters, ties, and so forth. And I reached for something special just for Mike. The inspiration came in an unusual way. Our son, Kevin, who was 12 this year, was on the wrestling team at school, school he attended, and shortly before Christmas, there was a non-league match against a team sponsored by Inner City Church. These youngsters, dressed in sneakers so ragged, the shoestrings seemed to be the only thing holding them together, presented a sharp contrast to the boys and our boys in their spiffy blue and gold uniforms and sparkling new wrestling shoes. And as the match began, I was alarmed to see that the other team was wrestling without headgear, a kind of light helmet designed to protect a wrestler's ears. It was the luxury a ragtag team obviously could not afford. So, well, we ended up walloping them. We took uh, every weight class and Mike, seated beside me, shook his head sadly and said, I wish just one of them could have won. He said, They have a lot of potential, but losing like this could take the heart right out of them. Mike loved kids, all kids, and he so enjoyed coaching little league football and basketball and baseball and lacrosse that when the idea when the idea for his present came that afternoon, I went to a local sporting goods store and bought an assortment of wrestling headgear and shoes and sent them anonymously to the inner city church. And on Christmas Eve, I placed a small white envelope on the tree the note inside telling Mike what I had done and that this was his gift from me. Mike's smile was the brightest thing about Christmas that year and at that same bright smile lit up in succeeding years as well for each Christmas, I followed the tradition, one year sending a group of mentally handicapped youngsters to a hockey game. Another year, a check to a pair of elderly brothers whose home had burnt to the ground the week before Christmas and so on. The white envelope became the highlight of our Christmas. It was always the last thing opened on Christmas morning, and our children, ignoring their new toys, would stand wide-eyed with anticipation as their dad lifted the envelope out of the tree to reveal its contents. As the children grew, the toys gave way to a more practical presence, but the small white envelope never lost its allure. The story doesn't end there. You see, we lost Mike last year due to dreaded cancer. And when Christmas rolled around, I was still so wrapped in grief that I barely got the tree up. But Christmas Eve found me placing an envelope on the tree. And the next morning, I found it was magically joined by three more unbeknownst to the others three of our each of our three children had for the first time placed a white envelope on the tree for their dad the tradition has grown and someday will expand even further with our grandchildren standing down to standing in to take that down that special envelope Mike's spirit like the Christmas spirit will always be with us and she wrote for the man who hated Christmas. Oh, sorry. Anyway, it was a, it was a great story. It really got me, as you can tell. <laughs> um, I rarely do that on screen. But listen, um, that is truly what it's about. You know, I look back on all the Christmases we've had. You know, I was listening to the Peaches story, and you think about all these different Christmases. And there was the Christmas that we delivered gifts to a family less fortunate, and, and I fell trying to run away from the house and the dogs started barking and the lights came on and I w- couldn't get up and my kids were running and, and we were laughing so hard and trying to get up off the ground. And, and there were a lot of stories in our, in our family history like that. And every, each year we, we try to help some families and there's always stories with that, stories that we treasure now in the telling of them and I hope that my kids carry on those traditions with their kids because honestly, can't remember any of the gifts, but I do remember those moments. I always remember the moments where we, we were with single parents or we were, we were helping just in just about every kind of fashion you can imagine. But each year, just those are the only stories that my, that my kids seem to remember. You, if I said, what did you get in 2000, you know, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, and and 20, they would not remember, they would not remember, but they do remember those moments. So, and why is that? Why is that? Those are the ones that stick. It's all the stories where you lose your pride, you're vulnerable, you find out what matters, you're doing something that, you know you know, emulates Christ or the times when people had it really rough and did everything they could to, to get the, to get the gift that they know somebody wanted. When somebody goes through that kind of sacrifice, that's what makes it special. Not the thing, not the thing, the thing gets wrapped, the thing gets opened. the thing gets forgotten. It's what you went through to get it. That's what matters. I hope you all have a Merry Christmas. I hope you share this show uh, through the holiday season. Uh, so people you know can listen to this. You can go to Katedallyradio.com and you can scroll down on the homepage, KateDallyradio.com, and you can find the SoundClouds and you can share those. And I so appreciate you. I see you, all you freedom fighters, all you people that have stood up and taken the hits, all you people that get on social media. You try, you try with all your heart to educate. I love you for it. I see you. I see you. I recognize what you're doing. You love your country. I do too. You love God. I do too. You love your family. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you all. And I'll see you back after next week. Be faithful. Be fearless. Always. Here's what's trending today on stgeorgenews.com. The fate of a hurricane man accused of failing to register as a sex offender and assault was decided in large part by an extensive criminal history with dozens. Was decided in large part.